0: Here's your prescription, Miss Pomfrey. Susan here will set you up with an appointment in two weeks. Ah, oh, thank you, Dr. White. You're more than welcome, Miss Pomfrey. You have a good day now. Susan, who is my next appointment?
1: Mr. Pennington is due in about twenty minutes, but,
0: uh. He's not here yet.
1: Not yet, but there's somebody else. She doesn't have an appointment.
0: You know I don't accept walk-ins, Susan.
1: I know, but she says you'll see her.
0: Who is it? She gave her name as
1: another Dr. White. She says she's your sister.
0: Diane? Here? Melissa! Diane! Oh, how the hell are you? Come here and give Big Sister a hug. No! Diane, what's wrong? Just don't, okay? I have... Look, it's a long story. Okay. Come on back into my office and we can talk. Here, have a seat, Diane. You look about dead on your feet. Do you want something to drink? No, thanks, Missy. I'm fine. Geez, Diane, how long has it been? Two years? I haven't seen you since you got your doctorate in, what, botany?
2: Mycology. And it was two doctorates. The other was in entomology, remember?
0: You always do that. You just hate it that I'm smarter than you. (laughs) Yeah, well, Mom always did like me better. So where have you been? You haven't called? No letters, no email. Nothing.
2: Vietnam. Well, Brazil for the first three months, but mostly Vietnam.
0: Don't they have phones in Vietnam? (laughs) Now you sound like Mom. Did you read my master's thesis? No, I didn't. I'm sorry, but bugs? Not really my speed. Not enough blood and gore for you? (laughs) Diane? Diane? (coughs) Diane? Susan, bring in an oxygen tank and a mask right now. I also need a pulse oximeter and the blood kit that's in the lab. Right away, doctor. Diane, it's going to be okay. Just lie back as much as you can. Help is on the way. Just let me open your blouse up. No. Stay back. Okay, okay. (coughs) Your breathing is a little better now, so that's good. Slow breaths. Just take your time. Doctor? Thanks, Susan. Shut the door behind you, okay? Okay, Diane, here's some oxygen. Just breathe normally through the mats. Where is my stethoscope? Oh, here it is. Now you just keep breathing, Diane. I'm going to listen to your heart. No! Diane, stop fighting me. I am trying to help. You can't touch me. Oh, Diane, for God's sake, shut up and let me open your blouse. Holy shit! What the hell is... Is that a burn? It covers your entire chest. What? No bedside manner for your little sister?
2: (laughs) (coughs) Back off. I'm okay. It's a fungal infection. Don't touch it without gloves on. It's contagious.
0: Shouldn't you be in quarantine? Why aren't you in the hospital? What the hell is going on? Just quit fussing and sit down and I'll tell you. Fine. I'm sitting. Talk.
2: You remember what mycology is, right? Um... I have a Ph.D. in mycology, and you can't be bothered to you know what the hell it is. Just tell me. To study a fungi.
0: Right, right, right. Sorry. You are such a nerd. Speak for yourself, geek girl. <coughs>
2: <coughs> anyway, I was doing some research on U.H. Chloris californiensis when I heard about you some... What? Whatever. What is it? It's a fungus best certain fish in Southern California waters. It attacks the brain of the fish, altering its behavior in a way that increases the chance of the fungus's successful reproduction. There's a whole subgroup of fungi who do this. They're an ultra-Darwinist wet dream. Though I've never bought into the whole selfish gene-acquired characteristics argument.
0: Blah, 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 fish. Not my department. Just tell me how you ended up in my office looking like a botched autopsy. Okay, okay.
2: So I was in Brazil, looking at a subspecies of californiensis when I get a letter from one of my old teachers, Dr. Mason. He was in Vietnam studying some mutations that have been turning up in Ophiocordyceps unilateralis.
0: I know. Let me guess. It's another fungus that modifies victims' behavior.
2: Right. In this case, it attacks ants. It invades the brain of the ant and forces it to abandon its nest. The ant then climbs to the highest point it can reach, usually at the top of a blade of grass or other plant. It gets as high as it can, then bites down onto the grass, locking its jaws so it can't fall. Then the ant dies, and the fungus sends a stromastalk, a sort of shoot or stick, out of the dead ant's head. The shoot launches the spores of the fungus, and the infestation spreads everywhere the spore lands. The reason the ant climbs so high is to guarantee maximum dispersal of the spores for the wind. It's really fascinating stuff. It's really gross, says the woman who spent four years in medical school playing with dead bodies. <coughs> anyway, Dr. Mason was seeing some strange phenomena. The fungus was mutating, so it could inside other species. What other species? Well, for a while, it was only other insect species. Beetles, wasps. It was very successful in wasps because they can fly some attire, which means the spore could spread a lot further. Okay. Then it spread further. I saw a whole flock of Japanese sparrowhawks infested. It was the wildest thing I'd ever seen. All these dead birds in the tops of the native trees with these gray-white fungus stromas growing out of the backs of their skulls.
0: Oh, God!
2: No kidding. Dr. Mason was trying to figure out what was causing the mutations. He asked me to study the colonies and watch for more mutations. Changes in their characteristics, changes in hosts, you understand.
0: Your chest. You're telling me that that is the fungus. Yep. It crossed over to
2: mammals about six months ago. Monkeys were first, but peccaries and rats were far behind. I didn't think it could make the shift to humans, but it did about a month ago. It's mutating so fast. Dr. Mason can't make any sense of it. Luckily it's not causing behavioral changes in humans, not that we've seen. It infests the skin, the lungs, sometimes the upper tract, but not the brain. Doctor Mason was the first case we saw, but we heard rumors about infestations among the local villagers. The rest of the team caught it shortly thereafter, along with me.
0: All right, let me get this straight. You have a rapidly mutating fungus with easily the most nightmare inducing life cycle I have ever heard of. It's crossed over to humans, you caught it, along with your doctor Mason guy and the rest of your team. You know it's contagious, you know it's mutating, and you're not sure what it's mutating into. And so you do what? You bring it to the country, bring it all the way to New York. Are you insane? It's not deadly to humans. Uncomfortable, yeah. But one of the locals back in
2: Pyongyang gave us an ointment, some sort of herbal concoction of dog crap and rhino penis, who knows.
0: It's working so far. Ointments? Ointments aren't worth a damn against a respiratory infection. You know better, Diane. Why did you even come to New York if you knew you were contagious? I've been careful. I don't
2: know. I just had to come. I had to see you to see the city. The city. The skyline. I knew if anybody could help, you could. You're my big sister. You've been getting me out of scrapes since I was six years old.
0: I know, Deanie. Okay, you just rest a bit. I need to make some calls. Susan, cancel all my appointments for the rest of the day. Tell them a family emergency has come up. Call the hospital and let them know we have a special contagion case here and we need an ambulance with full hazmat gear. And get me the number of the CDC. Hi, little sister.
2: Hey, missy, have I mentioned you look like an idiot in that hazmat suit? I keep waiting for you to say, take me to your leader, human.
0: Cute. How are you feeling today?
2: Meh. At least the coughing stopped.
0: Yep, we got the respiratory infection under control. And the skin irritation, too. No itching, no burning.
2: Nope. If you got things under control, then why do I feel like crap? Weak as a kitten, vertigo. I've been having nightmares,
0: too. Deanie, you've been bedridden for two
2: weeks. I know that takes a toll. Missy, Missy, you were always a terrible liar.
0: What are you keeping from me? We're seeing some anomalies in your blood tests. What sort of anomalies? Just some enzymes that shouldn't be there. And that means? It means something is still going on, despite the rash being gone. Great. And that's why you haven't released me yet. Exactly. Now, sit up a little so I can listen to your hawk.
2: I can't wait to get out of here. I haven't been back to the city in two years. I want to go everywhere and do all that stupid touristy stuff. Take a deep breath. Now let it out. (sighs) I want to go to the top of the Empire State Building. I haven't been there since we were kids. You remember that, Missy? It wasn't two weeks after we moved to New York. Dad took us up there and, what, your eighth birthday? Tenth
0: birthday. You puked birthday cake all over my brand new boots.
2: Yeah, vertigo, man. I never did have any head for
0: heights. I dreamed about that last night.
2: About what? Now take
0: another deep breath and hold it.
2: <sighs> I bet us going up to the top of the Empire State Building that time. Only in my dream I didn't get scared or sick.
0: It was wonderful. Uh Uh-huh. Good breath sounds. Good heart rate. You're doing pretty good, Deanie. So let me out of here. Just for a little bit. Hey, I know. Let
2: you and me steal a wheelchair and slip up to the roof of the hospital. It's what, six, seven floors? Four.
0: Now give me your arm. Only four floors? That's not high enough. One thirty over ninety-five. It's still a little high. High enough for what, Deanie? Huh? Four floors isn't high enough for what? What? oh i don't know i'm just thinking out loud well stop it people will think you're nuts i thought you decided i was nuts years ago oh definitely but we're trying to keep it a family secret and if you start thinking out loud everybody's gonna figure it out <laughs> you need to work on your jokes missy what's up on your neck what oh it's just a little rash <laughs> thanks to you little sister i caught it from you but thanks to the wonders of modern medicine We got it under control before it could halfway eat me and put me into the bed next to yours. My receptionist has it, too. You really weren't kidding when you said it was contagious. Sorry. So, you want to go? Go where?
2: Up to the top of the Empire State Building with me. Or at least up onto the roof of the hospital. Come on, fresh air, wind in your face, look at the skyline.
0: The fresh air on the roof is 80 degrees and muggy as hell. No thanks. You just stay here where it's warm and dry and I can keep you out of mischief bossy. Yep, that's me, bossy all over. And I'll see you tomorrow morning, Deanie. You just need to get some rest. (laughs) Nurse! Hey,
1: you! It's Robin, doctor. What do you need?
0: Where is my sister? I beg your pardon? The patient in quarantine, Dr. Diane White. She is not in her room.
1: She can't be gone. She's been sedated. She'll sleep for hours.
0: Well, she's not sleeping. There's nobody in her room. Well, don't just stand there. Start a search. Right away. Hey, Robin. Why was she sedated? Hey, I'm talking to you.
1: Just a moment, Doctor. I'm on the phone.
0: Well, damn it. Where is her chart? Right there, on top of the stack. Fever? Delirium? Robin! Hey, Robin!
1: Doctor, I know you're worried about your patient, but I think it's past time for you to learn some manners about interrupting somebody when they're on the phone.
0: She is not just my patient. She is my sister. And I want to know what these entries mean. Diane had a fever? When did that start? And why did nobody call me?
1: My notes in the chart are very clear. Dr. White's temp rose to 100 degrees at 7 o'clock last night. By nine o'clock, it was up to 104. Doctor Wessenthal was on call, and he gave orders for broad-spectrum antibiotics
0: and acetaminophen. It says here Diane was delirious.
1: Yeah, she was talking about the Empire State Building and the roof. She kept saying, "I gotta go up, I gotta go up." It didn't make a lot of sense.
0: Oh shit! Grab some blankets and a couple of masks, and come with me. I think I know where she is. I hope I'm wrong.
1: What? Wait. Security is sweeping the hospital. With that fever,
0: she can't have gotten far. She got far enough. Come on, I'll need your help. Where is she? On the roof.
1: There she is, over by the ledge. Come on.
0: Wait, put on your mask first.
1: What for?
0: Just do it. Diane? Diane, can you hear me? Four floors. Not high enough. It's not high enough. (coughs) I have to go up. Diane, come on. Let's go back inside. You've got to be uncomfortable up here in this heat and wind. I can't. It's in my brain, Missy. Just like the ants.
2: They climb up and up and up. And then their little heads explode. I don't want to die, Missy.
0: You are not going to die, Deanie. Just let me put this blanket on you and we'll go downstairs and everything will be fine. It's not going to be fine. My head hurts so bad. <laughs> Did it hurt the you Could you feel a stroma coming out?
1: What's going on?
0: Everything's going to be fine, Deanie. Trust me. I'm a doctor, remember? Besides, I'm your big sister. I'd never let anything bad happen to you. That's my job, looking after my pesky baby sister.
2: <laughs> you can't help me this time. Oh, God. I love you, Missy. Oh, God, Missy. It's coming. It's coming. Hold on. Hold on tight. Hold on. No.
1: Oh, oh God. What is that? What
0: is that? Oh, it's coming out of her skull. Oh, oh God. Get back. Keep your mask on. Her, her body is shriveling up. It's consuming her as it grows. Oh, Dini, no, <coughs> no. Oh God, <coughs> what is
1: that? Is, is that <coughs> smoke?
0: Spores. They're spores. This is the office of Dr. Melissa White. If this is an emergency, please call 911. If you wish to make an appointment, please leave your name and number after the beep. Dr. White, this is Dr. Young with the Center for Disease Control. I got the paperwork for your suspected case of non native fungal infection. When would be a good time to speak to you and see the patient in question? Please give me a call back at 555 1494 Thanks.
1: Dr. White. When is the office going to open up again? It's been two weeks since your sister died. I know you're hurting, but we have patients to see to.
0: Give me a call. I don't have paper and pen to write a note, so I guess my answering machine will have to do. I dreamed about Deanie last night. I dreamed we were kids again, and Dad was taking us up in the viewing platform on the Empire State Building. I can't believe she's gone. The fever's started. It's making it hard to think. I got a message from that nurse, Robin. She's infected, too. I told her to... To... You know, I don't remember what I told her. I just know I have to go up. Maximum dispersal. I'm on my way to the center of town. The Empire State Building is the tallest structure in the city now that the towers are gone. And I have to go up as high as I can go up oh, I have to go up time is running out
2: tonight's show Maximum Dispersal was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson featured in the cast were Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Melissa White A.J. Clarkson as Diane White Kim Giannopoulos as Susan Lynn Cullen as Mrs. Pumphrey Chan Nolan As Robin and Alex Gilmore as Dr. Young. Maximum Dispersal was produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incopatech.com. Sound effects were provided by Freesound.org. Maximum Dispersal is protected under Creative Commons License 2013. Our executive producer is GypsyAudio.org. I'm AJ Clarkson. Thank you for listening.